0: Hi, I'm Shama. Hi, I'm Amrita. And together we are the hosts of the Voice It Out podcast. Shama is one of my best friends. We talk about everything
1: under the sun, which means we have pretty healthy debates, especially if we have opposing views. But there's a lot that makes us the same.
0: And there's a lot that makes us different. Every time we have one of these debates or discussions or even chats, we always find that one of us gives the other a different perspective. So we thought we don't want to keep it in. We want to voice it out.
1: Hi, Ria. Hi, Shama. How are you doing? Good, thank you. I think we should do a big welcome, right? This is yes. our intro episode, so just a very big welcome to everyone listening to Voice, Voice It, it out, out with Shama
0: and Amrita. Yay. Yay! We finally got there. Finally. Oh my god! <laughs> like it's taken a while. It has taken a while, and uh, I know there's a lot of people like. So, what's happening? Well, it's happening now. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's let's get to know you a little, little bit before we do anything, so... Cool. Um, I mean... Should we do some favourites? Yeah, all right.
1: All right. Okay, cool. So, cool. you can start, if you want.
0: Okay. Um. What?
1: Oh, okay. What is your favourite restaurant? So, I'm obviously a South Londoner, um, but mm-hmm. I eat more in central London than anywhere else. Oh, so, course. I think... In t- if I had to really choose a favourite restaurant, I don't think I could, but I could choose a favourite cuisine. Yeah, that'll do. We should probably be Oriental. <laughs> which isn't yeah. narrowing it down really. <laughs> but um, yeah, it would be it's like all right. Vietnamese, Japanese,
0: Chinese, Thai. I mean, I don't think you can ever go wrong with that. Not for me. Absolutely not. It's like noodles and rice. <laughs> carbs and carbs and carbs. Carbs on carbs. <laughs> Who doesn't like carbs?
1: Yeah. I mean, we shouldn't like carbs that much, but we do, don't we? We do. It's all right. Exactly. It's What's okay. your
0: favorite restaurant? See, now that's a hard one for me. Like I can't even choose a favorite cuisine because I'm someone who like will crave certain things at certain points. Okay. So like I'll go through a point where I'm like, oh my God, I really want some noodles or I really want a pizza or I really want, um, Indian food or something. I think it just depends on the, on, on the, on the time. Although, you know, as, as the episodes go on, I am going to talk about this because I'm gluten free. Like I I go through times where I'm gluten free because I'm gluten intolerant. It's not an allergy. It's an intolerance. Um, (laughs) I generally have a craving for everything that has gluten in it um, when I can't have it. Yeah. So that's It's basically like carbs because we all know they're not very good for you.
1: (laughs) Everything can balance. Yes, in moderation. In moderation. In moderation. This is true. This is true. (laughs) Okay. We went through our favourite restaurant and we didn't answer it. (laughs) 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 Okay. I'm going to ask you, what is your favourite time of the year? Summer oh my
0: god definite summer baby over here! i love summer like oh my god we is i mean it's freezing today and i hate it my feet are cold my hands are cold i don't care i also don't like layering everything about summer is just the best i just find clothes are just easy to pick out i've got so much more options for like accessorizing and kind of i just feel so good in summer what about you So it's weird because I'm a winter baby. So if Mm. someone asked me this
1: question a few years ago, I definitely would have said winter. Okay. Only because I, obviously I'm a winter baby, but I also really love like styling for the winter and the autumn. Mm. Like I love layering up and I love jackets and jumpers and all the rest of it. But after the last two years, and this probably has a lot to do with the pandemic, I do really love the hot weather. Yeah. So summer, spring. So I think I'm, I've got. Into this space <laughs> where I like every season, um, mm. but in like we say in moderation. But it is very cold today. We're yeah. recording this on a very cold day. That started off being like minus three this morning, Mm-mm. and it was misty, and it was cold, and it was icy. And I love it because I like I said I like the jumpers and everything.
0: But we've been out and about today, and I have not loved it. Yeah, I like the winter from l- looking looking out from inside. And don't get me wrong; like we've been in London today. London is very pretty, no matter what the weather. Yeah, London is gorgeous and it's beautiful. But um, it's better on sunnier days. Oh yeah, but even, even if it's, it's <laughs> cold inside, <and sunny. laughs> that's true. That is true. Um, but no, like heat for me anytime. Okay. That's heat fair for enough. me. That's fair enough. Um, uh, what is your favorite? Actually, no. What are you currently watching?
1: That's an interesting question. So, I've watched a lot of Indian kind of series and um, films in the last few weeks. Okay. And, which means I really need to catch up on stuff like The Crown, <laughs> season five. <laughs> I Ooh, know that, I know Oh, that. my God. You're in for a treat, love. I can't wait. I think that's why I leave it, because I just want, I want to be able to, like, have the, have the headspace to kind of just watch it all the way through yeah. and not let anything into it. So, I've got this thing. Yeah. I can't watch two things multi like. Simultaneously, yeah. because I need to finish one thing before I start another thing. So, at the moment, I'm in the middle of watching Khaki the Bihar chapter, which stars um, Karan Taka. Oh. And I started it only two days ago. And... Um, yeah, and apart from that, I watched Far Out of Love Story, which is on Sony Live hmm. last week. Which I'm still—I feel like I've still got a hangover from it. because I loved it so much. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was oh a God. slow burner, and I love slow burners. Like in mm. eleven episodes, I watched the first two episodes, and I was like, "What is this?" And then I just began to fall in love with the world and the characters and everything. And yeah, so that's what I'm watching at the moment. What is it on?
0: khaki yeah khaki a Bihar chapter is on netflix Excellent. well you see this that's what i think that's what i love about sort of online platforms um you can have these i think there's more leeway of those kind of stories to be told yeah but the, you know like
1: online platforms have this thing i don't like reality tv I oh probably, you don't but i've probably watched a lot of reality <laughs> tv because i've just been like netflix this no, just let Netflix play something for me. And it's like, love is blind. And it's just like, oh, great. Now I'm hooked to it. And, you know, like Bollywood but Wives. You, you can't avoid it. But you Bollywood Wives and all that it. kind of
0: That's all reality TV yeah. that
1: I'm literally, I don't like reality <laughs> TV. But obviously, if you look at my social media, you will see that I've watched a lot of it.
0: So, so. you secretly like it? Yeah, I
1: guess I do. <laughs> can't even say no.
0: <laughs> How about you? What are you watching? Um, well, actually, I've just finished watching Wednesday. Okay. Brilliant. I've binge watched it. Was it's, it about it's so if you're familiar with the Adams family, it's basically based on Wednesday Adams. she goes to this school for like special children, and it's really good because it kind of it's based on this school that she goes to, and I'm not gonna for those who those who haven't watched it, I'm gonna keep this brief. It's based on like different kids from like that like have different kind of you know you've got like werewolves and you've got these other types of metamorphosis not really metamorphoses they're just sort of different and it's it's done in such a clever way because they actually depict social issues oh within the series and it's done so so well and it's really gripping it, you know it's like thrillery it's like who, who's this and who's done that and who do you think it, it really keeps you on your toes um, what's it on brilliant it's on Netflix Okay. brilliant brilliant acting like everyone is just and actually watching Catherine Catherine Zeta-Jones plays um, Morticia Oh wow. She's oh she's gorgeous. She's just so she she's so, so gorgeous. gorgeous. Anyway, yeah. So it's just like it's just it's nice to see her back on screen. But yeah, I've just finished watching that and I'm probably going to come to you for my next recommendation because <laughs> I'm like what
1: do I watch next? I mean, yeah, there's so much there's out there so and there's so much. many things
0: coming out as well like Emily in Paris
1: is on its way season oh, yeah. 3. I
0: have yet to I don't know if I want to watch that. I
1: love I feel like it's my guilty pleasure. Really? It's you know it's like such a
0: girly show.
1: Yeah. And I watched it. I think the first season came out when we were kind of in the midst of the pandemic and then the yeah. second season came out when you're in the midst still the second year <laughs> of the pandemic or whatever it was. Yeah, I really love that show because I feel like it's kind of one of those it takes me away from my yeah. real life. Obviously a lot of stuff does that, but I feel like yeah. this one really does. So yeah, it's all that like the glam of it and Yeah. The
0: life that you wish you had. As if only you like if only life was that simple. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and if only you had those like, you know, that wardrobe and all that kind of stuff.
0: Okay, right.
1: So, so let me ask you, what is okay. your favorite biscuit?
0: Oh my god, what is my favorite biscuit? I love a custard cream. Mm-hmm. I do like a custard cream. Would you choose that as your favorite though? But I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. Although, like my like, okay, like every Diwali, my mom makes banging homemade biscuits. Mm. Oh my god, are they like nanka does? Not quite, but they're very simple. Like they've got like LG and yeah, all of yeah, that. They're yeah. so good. Oh, it's just, yeah, oh my really. God. Like, and it's like every Diwali. I mean, for some reason, all of the mums make it just at Diwali. Yeah, so it's a seasonal biscuit. So it's <laughs> totally seasonal biscuit. For the for the people who don't celebrate Diwali and don't have this, I mean, it, it is a good biscuit because it's it's like an Indian biscuit. It's, it's, so it's so like good. a Mithai, but not. Yeah, it's like sweet. And then it's like... Not even spicy, but it's got like cardamom in it. And it's like, sometimes I think some some even put pistachio in it. Oh, that sounds um, good. Sounds good. It is good. Unfortunately... There are years where I can't have it because I'm gluten free. Can you not make a gluten free version like with gluten free flour or almond flour or something? It's not the same. Okay, it's not. So it kind of needs. Kind of needs that because it's quite buttery. Okay, so I mean, they're not very good for you. <laughs> like let, this <laughs> butter and sugar. I mean, let's be honest, Diwali. I mean, that's like that with any sweet really. It's yeah, just has a lot of butter. I think and sugar. that. Well, to be fair, that like is the as soon as Diwali starts, you know, like you know what? There's no point in doing anything because you have got Diwali. Just follow up to Christmas. That's exactly. just it. Exactly. Um, and I got my birthday in the middle of that. Oh, that's true. So more c- f- cakes.
1: Yeah, All of that. Yeah.
0: What about you? What's your favourite biscuit? Or cake? Mm, not so much
1: cake, I think. I think if I had to choose a favourite biscuit, mm. I like chocolate hobnobs. Oh, that's a good one. I love, uh, rather than digestives, I like cho- yeah, chocolate so hobnobs. I also I like. I think that's a favourite amongst a lot of people. Yeah. I don't blame them. <laughs> um, I think the other one is probably Fox's Creams. <gasps> you know the two, like, where you have the cream in the middle? Yeah. I
0: love those. So oh my God. Fun. Actually, you've just reminded me. Fox, they do their Viennese san- chocolate sandwich yes, biscuits. Yes, they do. And I remember once in uni, I think I was doing my dissertation. I was do- I don't, I don't know, I was studying. And I ended up just having a whole packet of them <laughs> without realising. It was so good. Easily they are, done. Yeah. And another biscuit that's really bad for you because it's, so- it's got just butter and sugar and... This is true. So bad, but so good.
1: Also, I nearly said Jaffa cake, but obviously <gasps> it's got cake in it. It's got cake in it. Oh, but it's that's not a that's big debate,
0: though. Oh, <laughs> it is. We don't want to get into let's that. Let's not get into that. <laughs> we do not it want No, into no, that. no. Also, have you
1: tried the... Sorry, just to stay on, that, <laughs> stay on the Jaffa cake topic. Um, have you tried any of the other
0: flavours? So I think I tried the lime one. I love it. Which was... I? Yeah, I found it quite nice. I like the lime one out of all of them. I I quite I liked that one. I mean, orange is... The original is still my favourite. Have you tried pineapple? But... I can't remember if it was pineapple or if it was. There's a, I
1: think there's a cherry. Cherry, or something like that. no, yeah. it was the cherry.
0: I haven't tried the pineapple. It was the cherry. The cherry one was not nice. No, I don't think. Cherry cherry one the cher- one was but not pineapple
1: good. is not bad. But I still prefer the lime one. If I had to choose, apart from the original orange.
0: Yeah, the lime one was be, good. It would be lemon and lime, why or lime, not? or whatever it is. Well, hmm. so moving on. Moving on. Why are we doing? Why have we decided to do this podcast?
1: I feel like we should have asked this before the favourites. Yeah.
0: But it's okay. Um,
1: so I think this idea, I, I tried to think about this the other day actually, yeah. about how did we even decide that we wanted to do a podcast? And I can't remember the exact moment. No. But it's almost like it was, we were thinking along the same lines and we wanted to do something different to what we'd done before. Yeah. Um, and anyone who knows us or has followed us or whatever it is, know that we've both done a little bit of radio before. Yeah. And... I think the podcast world gives us, it will provide us with an identity where we can carve it ourselves in a way. Because if you do radio, you're coming in as kind of an informed voice a lot of the time or just another voice who gives like a review or whatever it was, because I started off doing film reviews on Mm. radio. So I think for me, the reason I personally wanted to start a podcast is to get my voice out there because a lot of people tell me I've got a voice for radio.
0: I mean, mm, whether
1: you, you agree or not, I'm here doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> here we are. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, th- I think that's an, uh, that's one thing. I wanted to put my voice out there, but yeah. not on radio. Yeah. But also, I wanted to be able to talk about stuff that was important to me and mm. that was kind of important to an everyday British Asian
0: woman yeah so yeah that's that's me but how about you why did you want to do a podcast so do you know what I do actually remember you coming up to me talking about this and saying I have this idea because you know we were both in the media at the point at that point and you know without talking to each other about it we both started feeling the same way of okay we want to do something different now we want to yeah. do something that's a little bit outside of what we're doing
1: I mean we've been so like we've obviously been in the media when I say the media it's not mainstream media no it's British Asia media we've been doing it for a decade so it's not <laughs> like we've tried it for two years and yeah
0: and not we, yeah, yeah we, and the thing is I think is but it's also the fact that where we were I think it was sort of one of those things where we both wanted to talk We we both wanted to dive into things that are a little bit more than that, a little bit personal, but I guess. Yeah, I think when you're representing a brand, it's really
1: important, especially for mm. me, it's really important to be aware of what your voice contributes to the brand. Yeah, and with a podcast, it's different because we can be individual as well as together as mm. a so called brand, but that brand doesn't have to then think about i've given too much opinion yeah, on this yeah you know we are showing opinion yeah. we are going to be ourselves and we are going to say controversial things we're going to have differing opinions Opposite and i think opinions, that's yeah I think that's
0: the beauty of a podcast. Well, I think it's also stemmed from the fact that, I mean, we've always had really debatey kind of conversations where those people who know us, especially know us as us two, being close and, you know, think. And I I feel like there is this stigma of, oh, my God, you know, we do so much together and we think the same and we do the same. But really, the reality is very different. There's a lot of things that we so And together and even with other people, you know, a lot of the people that we're around, there's always interesting conversations going on where it's kind of different it's not even different opinions different aspects of life different just just the things that we talk about it's quite eye-opening because there's every conversation I have with something that I'm quite passionate about where I think in a certain way about I always feel like every time I talk to pe- the more people I talk to the more I learn about it the more I, I think the more you it learn up.
1: about it but you also learn about yourself yeah
0: exactly yeah. I'm I know that there are some conversations that I still won't really sort of go into because I feel like I don't know enough. I'm not well informed about yeah. to say, Oh, this is what I think, this is what I think there should be, because I don't think I don't think conversations or I don't think any topic is black and white. No. Um there are grey areas. There are a lot of grey and, and the, this is exactly what we're we're what we're trying to set out to do.
1: Exactly. Um okay, so let's think about this for a minute because
0: yeah. we've spoken about the kind of topics that we are going to
1: include in our podcasts. Have we? um yes we have but as in us do yes not all right yeah you're (laughs) talking about the kind of topics we're going to be talking about and um, there are going to be topics that we haven't discussed and we think oh let's talk about this you know yeah should we give a sneak peek? A little bit, just a very, sure. very little bit because sure. I don't want to give away too much. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so okay. when, I think when we spoke about this, if anyone has seen our videos from Oman, you'll see mm-hmm. a little bit of, of an idea mm-hmm. of what we're going to be talking about. But I think for me, my, the biggest topic for me was putting yourself first as British Asian women. I, I'm saying we as a collective, but obviously everyone has different levels and different aspects to it. When we try to do something to put ourselves first, there's always a sense of guilt. Yeah. And I wanted to just explore that topic and also explore it in the way of understanding that people have limitations in their lives and therefore find it more difficult to put themselves first. Mm -hmm. But also there are people who make it a priority. Yeah. And how does that differ and why does it differ? And does it make you feel a certain way
0: apart from the guilt?
1: Yeah. You know, it's just those kind of topics. I think for me,
0: that was a really important topic. Yeah. Well, for me... That's definitely a big one you know another one for me and it's it's one of those things where some of these topics are connected to each other yeah because one one topic that i'm I'm quite excited to get into is the generation gap and how I come from I come from a household with three four generations yeah how we differ and I think what I'm finding is not just personally but people I speak to as well who mm. are either in the same boat or who even aren't. You know, the conversations that I have with my own generation and the conversations that I have with my parents' generation and the conversations that I have with my grandparents' generation, there's a lot of, oh, no, but what we know is right. No, but what we had was right. No, but whoever it is. And the thing is, it's that, like I said, it's not black and white. And there's, a you know, there needs to be a little bit more understanding from all areas to kind of figure out, hold on, why? You know, in, instead of just being like, oh, you guys are like this. Yeah. It's like, okay, so even though that's what you think and that's your experience, what have we all been through? What has been our our own experience to make us like that?
1: I think you're right. There's, there's I, I mean, it is a lack of understanding, but it's also a lack of awareness. Yeah. It's also a lack yeah. of empathy. Yeah. You know, to a certain point, and this is obviously personal to me. Yeah. Um, To a certain point, I feel like I'm empathetic towards what my parents might have been through. Yeah. Like, you know, coming to this country in the 70s, whatever it is. Mm. But they've then thought or there's a feeling from my parents' generation. Yeah. That they did the best thing they could for the next generation, yes. which is totally exactly. fine and they yeah. probably did. But you need to identify and you need to respect and you need to at least be empathetic to or even just say I'm aware that there are struggles in your generation yeah. as well. And I find that really difficult to explain because they think that moving countries in your 20s or how, how old they were yeah. is the biggest thing they could possibly do and resettle. Don't get me wrong I get that. Yeah. It is a huge thing to do to then create your own identity in a space where you know Asians might not have been so prominent in the nation then etc. But at the same time that yeah. does not mean that the battle stopped there. Like in our yeah. generation we are constantly battling for with our own things with our yeah. own how to you know create our own identity what do we want like do like we're a kind of in between of today's generation and keeping the
0: roots of their generation you know like it's difficult so i I totally get that that topic is so important to talk about. well this is it there's not this is an open basic it's an open ended kind of topic
1: i think naturally in our generation and i say this very loosely because everyone is different i think in our generation and maybe with you know the world of social media etc i think we are more kind of likely to challenge a view or challenge things like challenge just just challenge really and to ask questions and if not just trying to understand but sort of why did you do this it's not just about us understanding their struggles or their lives it's about just creating an awareness within ourselves i guess
0: yeah exactly and also having open conversations about we like I, I feel like our generation and younger are a lot more open to have Absolutely. those conversations yeah. and trying to come to a point where maybe we can have those conversations with people who we don't always agree with yeah but just try and just basically yeah just base explore that yeah i mean Um, that's a good
1: you know there's a wide range of topics that can branch off all of these things yeah i think another topic that i found really interesting um i did a blog about this i think last year Hmm. um was how asians and british asians deal with grief
0: ah yes because
1: aside from all the religious kind of hoo-ha that goes around you know people who pass away um there is a strong mental health aspect which i feel like is really always brushed under the carpet Mm. and it's important to talk about, but it's also important to realize that grief is not. There, there's no expiry date. Yeah, you know, you can be grieving. Uh, you know, my my grand my grandma passed away in 2014, and I sometimes feel like I'm still grieving because yeah. I think when the big festivals come round or there's a big occasion, there's a wedding or whatever it is, I miss her. Oh, absolutely. But I don't miss her because obviously she's my grandma. I'm yeah. going to miss her, but I miss her in terms of it could be something that it could be a bit food that she made that i miss or you know the fact that oh, she used to hand me money all the time <laughs> which i absolutely was just like why are you giving me this um you know like it's just a traditional yeah. thing grandparents seem to just yeah. hand money when oh. it's a big festival oh yeah they do it in my household anyway oh yeah so yeah, i kind so. of miss that and i miss like the food and just she was a feeder mm. So you kind of, even though everyone is Vito in, in yes. one my mom's side
0: of the family, you know, there's there's an element of it's, it's, it's an element of grief. I think yeah. I, I, you know, I put it down to grief. I think also when we both, when because you know my grandma also passed away in 2017, and I think when we both talk about our grandmas, it's almost mm. as though they were the matriarchs of our family. Absolutely. So it's 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 that like they were so prominent, yeah, and so you know they were the driving force of even though the families are together, but they were yeah. the driving force of, of that family togetherness. Yeah,
1: but I think it's one of those so, yeah. things that, you know, like sometimes you just think, oh, you know, she passed away in 2014, get over it. Oh, not God, it, no. Not as, yeah. you know, I'm not saying that anyone has said that to me, by the way, but it's just, you know, there's I sometimes a feeling of, you know, everyone dies like yeah. whatever. But, you know, like, I think we need to identify that, it, especially I think in an Asian household, there's not an awareness that, like I said, grief has no expiry mm-hmm. date and um grief can go on for years yeah. and you know it comes in waves as they always say yeah. um it's not something that you can control it's something you can try and manage mm. Um, but
0: yeah, so I did a blog about this and I thought that's a topic that we can include in a podcast. So oh, yeah, of course. Of course. We've both experienced it. and We know people have experienced it as well. Yeah. So, well, you know, again, another stem from that, another topic that, you know, we kind of did co- sort of talk about was the pressure of especially Asian women. Well, actually, no, not actually especially Asian women. I don't I don't know that my experience is of is mostly Asian women, but it's the pressure of women having to be everything and be good at it. Be the best wife, the best mother, the best sister, the best at your job. Like have this whole thing of you have to be, if you don't, if you're not good at everything, you're not successful. And it's something where, yeah, there's there's a lot of conversations about women being more independent. But again, like, what is independence? It's kind of stereotypically my experience of what people talk to me about independence is making it out on your own and doing everything by yourself and being responsible for yourself and it's like well you can still be independent and be reliant on people and that's okay it's the whole thing of not needing anyone if you do things by yourself you make it on your own and you know you go through the struggles then that's that's how success is and you've got to be good at everything and it doesn't matter what happens doesn't matter what life throws at you you'll succeed at it and it'll be absolutely fine because that's what makes you a good woman you know yeah,
1: it's uh, it, yeah it's a
0: lot of pressure it's you know. it is yeah it, it is a lot of pressure and it's you know a lot of these conversations I've I've had in my own household and it's like <laughs> it's, it can be a bit overwhelming yeah I mean it is I
1: think uh, uh, at the risk of sounding a little bit controversial sometimes a lot of women and I include myself in this because I do this <laughs> a lot and I've identified it myself don't know how to stop it though <laughs> is that we sometimes put that pressure on ourselves yeah. additionally to what other people are doing And I think that makes it worse. I think you know, the pressure of being the best daughter, the best friend, the best person at work—you know, the best at Mm. this—you know, it's okay. It's like I think we all know that it's okay if we're not the best. On some days, we might be having a bad day. You Mm. might make you might make a mistake somewhere, or you might not cook something the same way as you did before, and you really kick yourself for it, or whatever Mm. it whatever it is. I think personally, I think it's a very, very big thing if you can get to a point in your identity or get to a point in your life where
0: you identify that you are putting a lot of pressure on yourself yeah and, and that's difficult it's that thing of being good enough yeah being good questions being right. good enough and it's sort of like trying to have that conversation with yourself because it's I've heard this a lot where especially celebrities when I when I listen to like celebrity interviews and stuff like that you know I've heard uh, quite a few people say oh you know when I was young like I was kind of good at everything I didn't excel in one thing yeah. was, you know and, and they say it as though it's, it's a, a bad, bad th- thing yeah it's definitely not. and it's like well No, you were good at, you know, you were good at multiple things, which gave you the option to choose, okay, I'm good at all these things. And you're, you were open to those options. Whereas I think if you're excellent at one thing, then you, you automatically have that pressure of, oh, I'm really, really good at this. I'm really, I'm, I'm," you know, if if that's your choice and if that's something that makes you happy, then fine. But it's, you know, it's that whole pressure of, it can also be the pressure of that's all you can do because that's all you know.
1: Sometimes I think, you know, when it's one of those things where it is like you've got four things that you're great at and yeah. then one thing you're excelling in yeah. out of those four things. Sometimes, and I think I do this a lot. Yeah. I feed off what other people say. Oh, okay. And you know, like you, someone's telling you, oh, you'd be great at this. You're good. And, you know, you've tried this. You're fantastic. Whatever. I'll immediately, even if that's the thing out of those four things that I enjoy the least. Yeah. Because I'm told I'm good at it. Uh I'll go that way. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. It, it It is something that I feel... This is why I'm saying sometimes you need to just get yourself at yeah. that stage where you realise that you are the one who can make the choice and yeah. you are the one who has to be good enough for yourself and stop putting pressure on yourself. As women, I think we do that a lot.
0: Well, it's also having the understanding that it's okay to fail because knowing Absolutely. it and understanding it are two different things. Uh, because I think I know... Like, personally, I'm great at advocating for other people, advocating for my friends, advocating for my family. Like, oh, my God, don't worry, you've fallen down. You, You know, I'm here for you. You'll get back up. Whereas when I try and have that conversation with myself. But what stops you from believing that? I just... I see this is why we have to talk about it in a whole other podcast this is true this is, a, this is a whole because episode because it's like it's, that's, that's actually such a loaded question it is um, it's such a loaded question and, and I'm not actually going to answer that now no problems um, I will remember it I will thank it Thank <laughs> it definitely but what does this podcast mean to you? this podcast I think what I said
1: previously but just to add to that this podcast to me means me putting my voice out and me putting a little bit of me out there that isn't Ooh. out there so yeah. far me showing that i'm an overthinker i'm a Mm. natural overthinker anyone who has known me for a little while for a long (laughs) while will know i overthink absolutely everything and that means i think personally i hope other people agree that it makes for good conversation and i know that when i'm talking to shama even like outside of the podcast world or outside of the media world or whatever we have conversations and we have really truthful and sometimes yeah. really honest conversations that I think sometimes I've gone away and I've been like, oh, my God, I finally let that thought go. Yeah, You know, sometimes you think about something and you don't kind of let it out because yeah. it's just something within you. Yeah, And I think a lot of the time, me and Chama have had these conversations on an everyday basis. Not every day, but on an everyday basis. <laughs> and we've had some really kind of light. what well, I have yeah. had a few light bulb kind of conversations. Oh, yeah, I've you. definitely had. And those kind of conversations. I think that the podcast is a really good way of us choosing these kinds of topics and just letting out what we think about them, not in a private way, but yeah, for everyone to kind of criticize. Yeah, not joking. <laughs> um, everyone to kind of engage, you know, with. engage with and just communicate is with us about. And you know, it's really good because I feel like I don't. I'm not necessarily looking to create a community, but I'm just looking to create a space where people can engage with us and kind of tell us, no, you're wrong about this. This is my experience. Yeah. This is what I think. That's what it's about for me. I want to just for sure. Find, you know, different people's voices and add to our voice. And it doesn't mean that we're gonna say things that are always politically correct. Mm-hmm. It doesn't also doesn't mean that we will always say things that we agree with each other on. Yeah. I think that's the beauty of us because two people who are really good friends don't need to agree on stuff. We are at different times of our life as well. So we'll have this different kind of perspectives and stuff like that. And I think that's what the podcast means to me. It's kind of just open out that conversation and let everyone listen in.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh no, for sure. And I think, I mean, going back to wanting to do something different and talking about topics that I am quite passionate about and having those conversations with conversations with with other people, but also having a wider community and Exactly what you said, having them engage with us, but also having people's different opinions and being a voice or being voices for people who are like, oh, yeah, I think like that as well. Listening to what we're saying, being passionate about the things that we talk about as well, and realizing that, hold on, yeah, like you're not alone in your thinking. Precisely. Or, you know, you do think about this, but we've probably said something that you've never thought about or we're we're talking and you're probably shouting at your whatever headphones or phone (laughs) or whatnot going talk about this talk about this talk about this and we don't talk about it and you're like why the hell did they not talk about it can tell us having a community of, of like-minded and even non-like-minded people. Like, you know, yeah, we welcome absolutely. everyone.
1: I think it's also one of those things that, like I said, we're kind of an in-between. We've been brought up in the UK and we have roots in kind of what, India or Africa or yeah. somewhere like that through our parents oh, that's, or an, that's another topic. families. So even though you spoke about the generation gap, there is a case of, A lot of us have a mixed identity. And that is really difficult to navigate a lot of the time. And we are trying to be our authentic selves Mm. as much as we possibly can. And sometimes we just can't be there for that authentic self that we want to be. And I think that's really important in this podcast to kind of advocate for that person who sometimes feels a little bit imbalanced. Or sometimes feels that there are topics that are so relevant, but no one talks about them. Because we're here to listen. We want to be able to listen to the things that people want us to talk about as well. Yeah. And we want to explore those topics if we have enough information or if we have enough feelings mm. or if we have enough anger, so just um, <laughs> about them. And, uh, yeah, so I think that's kind of engagement
0: that I'm looking forward to where someone says, have you experienced this? Please, can you yeah. talk about you talk it? Yeah, can talk about it, yeah. Oh, um, for sure. I mean, I've actually already had people, when I've spoken to them about, well, you know, I'm starting this, starting this podcast, you know, with my friend, and a lot of them know you already. Hello to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few people who are like, I'm going through this at the moment. Do you think this would be a good topic that you would talk about and stuff like that? And it's sort of, yeah, that's, that's what we want. That's what we want to engage with. So yeah. I'm nodding profusely. <laughs> <laughs> so talking of interacting. Yes.
1: Yes, so I was going to say, well, Shama, where is this going? Um, but basically, yeah, we want people to follow us on our sh- socials for now. Yes. Um, because obviously, this is a new journey for us. This is new territory for both of us. But it's kind of a little bit familiar, I feel. Yeah. Maybe because we are who we are and we're bringing it out there so please follow us if you search a voice it out podcast on twitter on instagram on facebook and you will see that there are ways to contact us there's an email address whatever website coming soon please send us some feedback and listen in and you know it would be great to hear from anyone who wants to constructive criticism please I don't mind any kind of criticism I'm okay with trolls just to let you
0: know <laughs> I don't see the thing is I have yet to experience that oh my god I'm, op- mm. I'm opening myself to a whole world of we'll see we'll see what happens but yeah bear with us this is the first time we're doing something yeah. like this we will make mistakes and just to let you know we will make mistakes but we are very excited we're so excited I hope you guys are excited as we are and I hope you guys enjoy it absolutely you know and
1: obviously I think I just want to add a disclaimer okay that both Shama and I we're known for being Bollywood heads yes and we're known for being kind of involved in that kind of media industry yes. and even though this is a step away from what we've been doing in the last decade and stuff we just want to say that we are not going away from it completely oh there no. will be there will be at least one episode in the forthcoming future, <laughs> in the near future, which will be a Bollywood topic. Um, but we kind of like we want to keep the conversation relevant. So as we said, the topics will be as relevant as possible. Yeah. And as personal to us as we can possibly make them for now. Yeah. But obviously we don't know how this thing will evolve. We'll figure it out. So we're open <laughs> we're open. We're open Excellent. to suggestions and we're open to feedback and we're open to anyone coming on this journey with us. And yes. we would love to have you with us.
0: Also Big shout out to Shy. Who, DJ Shy Guy. <laughs> DJ Shy Guy who has created our jingle for us. Thank you, Shy. So huge, huge, huge thank you. Um, Absolutely. He is yeah, like, a such a
1: multi-talented he's, guy. Oh my God, like, this guy. He's a DJ, he's a script writer, he's a director and he's recently had um, his West End debut um, at the Criterion Theatre a few weeks
0: ago. Hey, what so can he
1: not do? I think we might not need to ask him. Might need
0: to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> what um, is it I can't do? But I bet you if he has an answer next time we see him or next time we talk about it he'll be like oh yeah i'm trying this out now yeah and he'll probably he'll probably succeed in it anyway Absolutely. so thank you so so much to you shout Absolutely. out to you dj shy guy thank you so much shy um i
1: think yeah just follow us on our socials voice it out podcast search for us on uh, most things apart from tiktok yes um, we're not on tiktok <laughs> not, not yet yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is basically obviously our intro episode so yes. hopefully you have well I hopefully we've et- whetted your appetite uh,
0: yes basically. hopefully hopefully
1: <laughs> and you will continue to listen to us exactly
0: and remember don't keep it in voice it out woohoo Right, guys Um, thank you Shama thank you Amrita and we will catch you in the first episode very soon very very soon take care all